society, culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone back to the Melissa Itell Duran Show, uh, part two of our discussion on the powerful ladies of the Democratic Party. Sounds like the the powerful ladies of, of female wrestling or something like that, but it's <laughs> the powerful ladies of the Democratic Party. I haven't even mentioned Hillary yet, but we uh, we we did talk about Nancy Pelosi, who's the, yeah. I, I think we agree, Melissa, right? Uh, she's mm-hmm. the most powerful? She's, yeah, for an, uh, 80, she's 82 now, I think. Yeah, she's she's still... You know, to her age means nothing. Age is just a number. She's not daunted by her age at all. Yeah, uh, Hillary. We haven't even mentioned her, but we we haven't we, mentioned. We, we did mention there, AOC. Is there a reason? Right. Yes, AOC. Um, don't forget Kamala. You right. said you you were in the. You said that uh, when she was at the she was in the New York area yesterday. Uh, I thought it was for a Brooklyn uh, event in, in somewhere in Bedford Stuyvesant, but yet she was spotted, or, she, or her motorcade was en route to the Hamptons. Is that yeah. correct? Oh yeah, she. Uh, you know, we were all talking about it. I was at an event at mm-hmm. Calissa. Is it Calissa? No, Calissa. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. But uh, a beautiful event last night. It was very nice, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, honored to be around some wonderful people and. Uh, it was kind of a private thing, quiet, uh, but you know, there quiet. There was a, probably about a hundred people there, but um, but it was like invitation only. And I'll tell you the name of the place. Uh, they did a wonderful mm-hmm. job there. Um, Vicky Schneps. I don't know. Do you know who Vicky Schneps is? No, I don't. She's no. Really wonderful. I mean, she is mm-hmm. something else. She owns like thirty newspapers. I've become very friendly with her uh, lately. Mm-hmm. She is some woman. She's she's in her eighties. And and she hosts these big events in the um, in the Hamptons, and they are extraordinary. It's just beautiful food. You know, people are great. And, mm-hmm. uh, wow! All of mm-hmm. this. It, it is just it, it is just absolutely wonderful. And and I'll tell you in a second what the name of the place was. I think it was. I want to get it right because we're giving a giving a plug to someone who who deserves it. That's for sure. Um, Dinner party, Calissa. Yeah, it was Calissa. It's a 1020 Montauk Highway. If anybody knows where that is, in Watermill. But anyway, it's uh, yeah, it, it was an outdoor event, and and they really uh, they just brought. Uh, they showed a menu, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, on on the table. Everyone had like a, a menu, and I thought you were gonna have to order uh, off of it. But what they did is they just brought all kinds of um, all kinds of food out that was on this particular menu so just to know what you were eating I guess is what they is what they did and um, mm-hmm. yeah so it was very nice but the the talk of the place was the the traffic that was held out and it was held up by a motorcade by Kamala Harris so I mean mm-hmm. what was she doing out in the Hamptons I yeah. imagine she was either visiting or she was fundraising right she was making mm, making money on a fundraiser. There's- most likely, but you didn't see her actually, or her or her motorcade. You didn't see you didn't see it pass by. Well, I'll tell you what I did see. Uh, you know, with dead stop traffic, I saw all of these vehicles, these SUVs with, and I had no idea what it was there for. I thought to myself, Governor, because it wasn't a tremendous motorcade. But somebody said to me it was a tremendous motorcade, and what I was seeing was just little splinters of the motorcade like uh like getting off 
right? Maybe they were mm-hmm. they were going ahead, or maybe they already had split off and they were leaving, and they were using their sirens to get around the traffic that they created. Strangely enough, but there was a there was a whole group of of uh, of things in this motorcade to uh, uh, you know to to move around. Um, mm-hmm. What was um, what, what's your take when you hear the vice president? And, and again, we're talking about the powerful women of the Democratic Party. But when you hear the vice president, Kamala Harris, uh, is in New York, it's you. Now, if they're in New York City, they could be doing something with United Nations or they could be doing some kind of important meeting and everything else. If they're in the Hamptons, they're visiting or they're fundraising. And guess what? It's usually uh, it's, it's fundraising. Usually fundraising. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. But that's what oh, you usually oh, think, right, when you hear Kamala oh, Harris yeah. is in yeah. the Hamptons? Yeah. What, what part of the Hamptons do you think she was in? Well, I was in Watermill, and, and a lot of people Watermill. got caught uh, there. So Watermill is, is kind of by Amagansett, uh, not too mm-hmm. far in. But um, it's a, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, kind of. You know, it's not way, way out, but it's, uh, you know, it's there. So she must have been somewhere around there, I would assume. Mm-hmm. I wonder who was throwing this uh, supposed fundraiser. And it was probably for uh, midterm, you know, midterm elections. I don't know. Was it for the president's reelection fund or was it for her personal reelection fund? No way. I would think it's for it's for the midterm ele- uh, elections yeah. or it's for her personal account. Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. personal account, but her her professional, her uh, political account. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I, and that wasn't covered on the news, was it? I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't I haven't Googled anything. I've been just scrambling a bit. Uh, Melissa, I tell dot com. Everyone is where you go and check out the two documentaries. Or are we? seeing anything new and i know we're talking about the ladies of the democratic party uh, uh, and and i'm sure several of them would love for for the man of the democrat the head man of the democratic party to 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 move on um but you know let's talk about joe biden for a moment if you if you would uh there's a front cover story on the post and i i think it said the big guy and the headline says something like he knew uh about Everything that Hunter Biden, I think, was doing, and did you see the headline? Um, I don't think I did, but I've seen other headlines online. You know that that say uh, yes, that say that this was the big guy. You know, but does that really mean anything? Do you see a do you see a, uh, an impeachment coming? You know, do you think this is really going to lead to anything? Because I think that the Washington Post and others have been just you know, you know, following this under the rug. Because it's you know it's a double standard. Yeah, you know I uh, I have such a problem with all the impeachments, and I don't care if it's President Trump or President Biden. I unless there's something so blatantly, uh, you know where it's you know indisputably uh, wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know to me it's a lot of money, and it's a lot of time, and uh, it, it, if there's there's plenty of things for the president to be doing. With his or her time, right, and you know, in mm-hmm. future tense, right, his or her time, that I, I, I wish they'd get away from some of this, uh, you know, the, some of this impeachment talk that uh, that they always seem to be doing because it's, I think it's going to go mm-hmm. on forever, and whether it's you know President Trump again, President Trump redo, right, or, um, uh, or President DeSantis or whatever, I, it's not going to go away. I think they're just going to keep doing yeah. tit for tat. And uh, and mm-hmm. go 
Uh, here's, here's Biden in the New York Post. Here's a headline. Americans so down about economy due to inflation, lack of 8K checks. Oh, well, that's, a little, that's a little different. Back in the game, political mm -hmm. news, uh, Biden back in K, uh, in game after the U.S. enters a recession. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it, that, that's, that's the other thing that came up yesterday, uh, like we're officially in a recession. Um, you know, big shocker, right? I mean, I, I thought we were in a recession, mm. right? I thought, I thought so, too. Yeah. What universe are they living on? Yeah, right. Next thing you're going to tell me is that the gas prices are a little high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bad. We're going, considering everything, we're, we're just making a transition. And with every transition, there are some bumpy roads ahead. And once we get over those bumps, we're going to be just fine, says President Biden. Yeah, everything. And, and you know what? I believe that. But then again, I also believe that that one day uh, rainbows and little lollipops and and and, and, and fairies are going to drop them from the sky and give money to all the poor people, and no one will ever be poor. No, it's, I, I don't believe any of that. I don't believe uh, anything that Biden is telling us. President Biden mm -hmm. is telling us. I, I've I've given up on on politicians a long time, and I've been a politician for a, a long time. But uh, I mean, come on. I mean, uh, there mm -hmm. there there is officially a recession. I, I mean, uh, you know, what are they going to tell us next? You know, we, we're living tell on us planet that, Earth. Yes, he's going to tell us that that um we've been in the and we've been in the most encouraging period in US history and this will go down as the most courageous time of of of, of any 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 annal, in the annals of our of our history of our country and under his leadership Biden will be remembered for the hero he really was long after he's dead yeah he's uh <laughs> hopefully is a long time away you know long that's long true away. that's true no we're wishing him a you know we we want him to be you know healthy and 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 uh and have longevity that's for sure but i don't know if history is going to look back at this time and at him very kindly no i i think that's safe to say i i mean i think it's set in stone now unless something mm -hmm. dramatic happens unless something really dramatic happens i think it's set in stone now that uh that biden is not going to be put on rushmore um he's not going to be <laughs> He's not going to be um, debated uh, as one of the great presidents of all time. I think um, I, I think President Biden has solidified himself. The one thing I got to say about the Ukraine and, and Biden, and, and again, I've said this to, uh, to you know, different people. I, I can't really blame him for what's going on in the Ukraine. The, the one thing we didn't want him to do or anybody to do was to turn this into World War Three, and he clearly yeah. hasn't done that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And and again, mm -hmm. I think he's listening to his uh, his advisors and and everybody said, look, it's terrible. Let's try to help them. Let's get them money. Let's get them whatever. But at the end of the day, let's not turn it into World War Three. And he hasn't done that. So uh, you know, let's let's give, let's give credit where credit is due. I don't know how low we're 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 putting the bar, but the fact that President Biden has not gotten us into World War Three is, uh, mm -hmm. to me, is a plus. It's a feather in his cap. Yes, that that's worth it all, really. Yeah. I mean, considering you know that we've we've really, you know, we've been treading kind of uh you know it's 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 been a scary it's been a scary ride let's face it i mean you know he's he, with his history of of misspoken words 
uh, he's, you know, Biden has not yet gotten us there. You know, he has said a few things that have raised eyebrows and, and made us a little bit worried, you know, like uh, Putin shouldn't be in office and we've got to get rid of Putin now, you know. Okay, that's okay to think that and say that amongst your you and your cabinet, but I don't think that's really very wise as a president to say that, at, you know, in, in public. You know, it's like saying, oh, we got to get rid of Biden. <laughs> Let's kill the United States or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I remember yeah. um, I, I remember a comedian talking about, you remember Ross Perot's um, uh, running mate? Uh, what was his name? Uh, oh. Admiral Stockdale. You remember? Oh, vaguely, vaguely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you were a little girl at the time, right? So, uh, anyway, oh. uh, Admiral I don't know. I mean, how much, how much did, how much attention did this VP, uh, uh, this running mate get, actually? Was he more of a comical figure? Yeah, he was, but he was, he was actually, it's a shame, right, because the guy was legitimately a war hero, there's no question, but he was way past his his uh, his expiration date uh, on mm-hmm. on that, and he was he's certainly not, uh, you know, in in uh, in grasp of all his uh, uh, faculties, but, uh, you know, he started off <laughs> the debate, and it was Dan Quayle, what was it, Dan Quayle um, uh, and, and uh, Al Gore, and yeah. Admiral mm-hmm. Stockdale, and mm-hmm. they were on stage together, and they all had to give an introductory uh, speech. And mm-hmm. his introduction was, "Who am I? Why am I here?" <laughs> and then he paused for like an uncomfortably long period of time. Uh-huh. Everybody was uh-huh. kind of like um... looking at their watches and saying, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> Okay, who are you? Well, what are you? <laughs> so he said, who am I? Why am I here? And I remember a comedian saying, and I've stolen the line uh, before, but he said, you mm-hmm. know, let's, you know, he said, let's face it, that's kind of the questions you ask yourself when you're in bed at night alone, but you don't try to say it out loud in front of millions and millions of people. <laughs> who am I? Who am I? <laughs> Unless he's a really, he was a frustrated, you know, philosopher who was reading Sartre on the side and <laughs> And, you know, thought, oh, that will be impressive. Let me show them how how intellectual I am. Let's see if they can answer that question. (laughs) Unbelievable. I know on Saturday Night Live, on Saturday Night Live, they they had, uh, I think, Dana Carvey at the time playing Ross Perot. And and he had the guy uh, uh, Stockdale. Uh, with him, and he drove him, took him for a ride in the country, uh-huh. and he said, uh-huh. "Oh, hey, would you, would you, would you pop out for a second? Can you take a look at this? And uh, just take a look over there." And and Stockdale was like, uh, what, "What do you want me to do, Ross?" And he said, "Well, just take a look outside real quick." And it was like in the middle <laughs> of the country. And uh, as soon as the guy got out, he took off, almost yeah. like you know, like mean people would do to a dog or something. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> and then you saw the guy like oh, running behind him, trying to catch up <laughs> to him. But, uh, you know, yeah, he, he became a comic figure. And, and oh, again, boy. I'm not comparing President yeah. Biden to that. But, right, right, right. But, right, I mean, it's like there's some people that are making making yeah. uh, those kind Reference. of comparisons. Yes. And, and again, I'm we sure. don't want to be blamed for ageism or, or making fun no. of um, no. all-timers no. or but, early all-timers. But something's going on there with President Biden. Am I right? I, I I agree, and then, but then again, you know, people who've known him for the last fifty years, or or, or any, it doesn't even matter if you, you know, if you've looked at, at his history, and, and it's available online. You can listen to all the Joe Biden speeches from the last 
you know, 30 years. He has, in his, even in his most lucid days, uh, when he was, when he, he sounded, you know, he was a different Joe Biden. He was a different Joe Biden in 2008, 2009. Um, he said a lot of things when he was in the prime of his Senate career that were, you know, kind of inappropriate. He's, and, and, and he's got this history of just, you know, putting his foot in his mouth. But I think now, because of his, his age, I think it's exacerbated because, you know, when you get older, some people just, uh, you know, we don't have it. We lose it. I mean, you lose it as you get older most of the time. You just aren't as quick-witted. You're just, you're not, you know, you, you can't think on your feet that, 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 that well. And it happens. But I think some some elder statesmen handle it better than others. Um, I, uh, I, I And I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, let's take... Um, well, I don't know if it's a fair example, but, you know, because I think he's still a little bit younger than him. But Joe Manchin is in his 70s, early 70s, maybe. And he's he looks like a robust guy. I mean, he's he's I mean, he's Joe Manchin and everybody fears him, hates him, loathes him because, you know, he's got things to say and do. And he's he wields a lot of power. I don't see any I don't I don't detect um, a a. a a slowing down, um, a um, you know, a a loss of words, a loss of of of, of mind power, of, of of cognition in him. I mean, it remains to be seen how he he progresses and with time. He's not going anywhere. He's not retiring. I don't think he's you know he's he's going strong. And then you you look at um, let's say. Um, uh, you look at some of them going. I'm crossing the, the aisles. You look at Geraldo Rivera. He's not. He's not in. He's not in Congress. He's not in the White House. He's not in the Senate. He's uh, maybe he's six months younger or a year younger than uh, um, than Joe Biden. It's a big difference. I mean, I don't know, but but Geraldo's voice sounds younger than Joe Biden's. He does, you know, and he, yeah, you know, he's got a whole. He just seems younger. Geraldo seems younger to me. Yeah, yeah. Than, than many, uh, many people in his, in many contemporaries. Yeah, it's it hits us differently. I mean, and Biden mm-hmm. looks great physically, right? Physically, yeah, great. yeah. He, you know, yes, he's thin. He's he's trim. He's he rides bicycles. Did you ever see Trump on a bicycle? Yeah. He, he, <laughs> right. No, I, I don't think I have. But thing is, I I, I imagine he would be very un, uncomfortable looking. Yeah. You know, yeah. Biden, when yeah. he's not falling, uh, looks pretty right. comfortable on a uh, on a bike. A bike, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. And no, we're not being ageist, but I mean, there's certain things beyond our control as we, you know, as we go on in our lives that um, we, we, we can't really help. But when you're in the, in the glare of the public eye of the world, yeah, these things come to light and people notice them. And it makes it really tough. You know, you know when you uh, when you brought up Trump before about bicycle, I, I stopped to think for a second because, uh, <laughs> you know, he's you know roughly Biden's age, right? He's a little younger. Uh, than, uh, not too much younger, but yeah, I mean, yeah, than Biden, but he seems more with it than Biden, right? I mean, he he doesn't yeah he doesn't seem like he's you know his issues mentally, emotionally are are yeah. usually you know like. Uh, things that he he has always been like, or that he's been mm. like, you know, since, yeah. uh, since he's been president. But uh-huh. you know, I don't think 
people are saying that Trump is losing his mind. They've, no, they, but, they'll say he's lost his mind, you know, like, a, you know, like a long time yeah. ago. They'll say things like that. But um, yeah, but they, not not because nobody has ever said Trump has Alzheimer's or early on. Mm. Uh, right? Well, well, they, they didn't say about his speech. They did say it about they were doing this because they were trying to I think they wanted him removed. You know, if you recall, there was a uh, there was a um, an event. He, it was a military event and he was going down a platform. There were no stairs to climb up or down. And he needed he was he seemed a little unsteady walking down that platform. So, of course, the you know the left said, "Look, look at him. I mean, he's he's nuts, and he can't even he can't even hold himself upright. You know, so this is just further evidence that we're dealing with a nut job. He can't even walk down. He's he's got physical problems, and and he's 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 bombastic, and and he's he's just terrible all over, you know all around. Let's get rid of him. So, yeah, he's been accused of of that, but that that was because of a physical, um, a, a physical action. Yeah, right. That was because of that. But people, Warren, saying he's he's got Alzheimer's, he's got whatever. People say, you know, he's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt. People yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a real personality disorder. <laughs> hey, listen, let's let's give credit in in a weird way where credit is due. Nancy Pelosi. People don't say Nancy's losing it. You know, people question her, you know, hypocrisy. People uh, question her dentures. Her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of things like that. But people aren't questioning her mind. Nobody's saying yeah. that she's losing her mind. Right? Um, uh, there are a couple of, 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 Repub- of conservative, uh, I guess they're YouTubers, commentators who just hate her overall. And, and, and they look at her, they analyze her speech. You know, she says things um, in her her conferences, and they and there was one time when she seemed I don't know she seemed to be having trouble with her 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 denture plate. I don't know. I don't know if she has dentures or not. But they were saying, see, look, her her teeth are going to fall out. She can't even keep her teeth in her mouth, or she sounds drunk. She's slurring her words. You know, they they're trying to find any reason possible. They're making up reasons to show how you know what what a what a nut job she is. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that before. I've heard the, the comments about her drinking. Frank McKay here mm-hmm. with Melissa. I tell Juran, um, I've heard that. Uh, you know, uh, but yeah. usually that's mm-hmm. that's about her drinking. I've seen Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. with a lot of drinks in her. You know, I oh um, really? Yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll send you a picture. If you promise not to share it with anybody. And, <laughs> and she does look. You know, it's her and me, and it, and it does look like uh, you know she's well. You, she was. She was clearly yeah. enjoying herself at the White House. Right. And I don't was know, her husband I there? I think you may have. But was her husband there? Was she hosting an event? No, she wasn't. Uh, the uh, vice president at the time was uh, Joe Biden. He was right. hosting the event. And the reason uh-huh. he was hosting the White House Christmas party is because oh. President Mandela died. And uh, oh, I see. Yeah, and and President Mandela. Die that meant Flotus and and Potus. That's President of the United States and First Lady of the United States. Um, then Barack Obama, you know, President Joe Barack Obama, Obama yeah. and and uh, Vice. Uh, I'm sorry, um, I almost uh, almost misspoke there. But uh, First Lady of the United States Michelle Obama were over uh, in South mm-hmm. Africa, and and President Obama gave the eulogy. It was somewhere around uh, no, uh, I'm sorry, December seventh, uh, two thousand and thirteen. And uh, mm-hmm. you know the 
first time that I met, you know, then Vice President Biden was there. Um, at that right. Event. Well, listen, any any final thoughts? We started out with Pelosi. We started out with, uh, you know, her going to Taiwan. Uh, how about a last thought on on Pelosi and Taiwan? Uh, what's what does the public believe is happening there? And what do you personally believe, if you don't mind sharing with us, uh, mm-hmm. of, of what she's doing over there? Well, I think the public is divided over whether or not she should go. Some people say, you know, show the Chinese, you know, we're the bigger people. You know, but the Chinese don't, they're not impressed with us anyway. They're just laughing all the way to the bank. But they did threaten uh they, I don't know if they gave him an ultimatum, but President Biden had a two-hour conversation with Xing, Jing, yeah. and I think one of the things he said was uh, Jing said to the to Biden, um, you know, we're we're not too we're not too crazy about your your sending Nancy Pelosi over there, and and I think they fired a warning shot. I mean, it, you know, this is very contentious because I think it's it, it's inevitable that China is going to try to invade Taiwan. I mean, we know it's on their mind. It's not an, it's not the, it's not going to be a cakewalk, but this is this is a very this is a you know, this is a powder keg. I mean, it's been our official policy not to overtly uh rush to the, you know, to the aid or to the side of Taiwan even though we do and um, we we do consider Taiwan. Uh, we favor Taiwan, but China considers Taiwan its its property. So this is a very contentious issue. But I think she's going there to do to, to get some field work for her husband for his next you know stock picks. Wow, you know that's uh, that's big. But a lot of people agree with you, and it's you know I, I hate to have to make the argument defending her that she's not. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, I'm mm-hmm. not saying I agree 100 percent, but mm-hmm. certainly mm-hmm. not saying I disagree. And I'd hate to make the argument in favor of Nancy going there for any other reason other than, you know, what could be a, a terribly, you know, questionable reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Melissa, thank you. And, and I'm sure you oh, join you, each and every week. We, we thank everyone yes. for tuning in. Yes, we do. We do. We, you know, our our audience is our our big priority, and and you know, without without all of you, where would we be? And uh, well, I, I'll I'll tell you about an event coming up, um, uh, uh, Melissa. When we get off, and then we'll maybe we'll talk about it next time. We talk mm-hmm. Frank McKay, and then maybe we can meet some people there. Uh, Frank McKay mm-hmm. signing off. Melissa, I tell Joran. Dot com is a place to go for the two documentaries. Uh, look out for Melissa Vision on Roku and Roku, um, uh, uh, Roku.com and, uh, and Roku TV and uh, Amazon Fire and, uh, and the Melissa, I tell Jordan Channel, soon to be named. I can't believe how long they take to make the changes, but soon to be named Melissa Vision. Frank McKay, oh, wow. we'll see you next time on okay. the Melissa, I tell Jordan show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.